the service of prayer and preaching for the Nativity of our Lord, Christmas Day, December 25th, 2021. The opening hymn is LSB 390, Let Us All with Gladsome Voice. Follow the service of prayer and preaching found in LSB page 260. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Sanctify us in your truth, your word is truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. We'll sing Hark the Herald Angels Sing using Charles Wesley's original text that contains five verses. on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. Universal nature say, Christ the Lord is born today. Hark the herald angels sing, 
Glory to the newborn King. Christ by highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord. Late in time behold him come, offspring of a virgin's womb. Veiled in flesh the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity. Pleased as man with man to appear, Jesus our Emmanuel here. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Hail the heavenly Prince of Peace, hail the Son of Righteousness, Light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. Mild he lays his glory by, born that man no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Come, desires of nations, come, fix in us thy humble home. Rise the woman's conquering seed, bruise in us the serpent's head. Now display thy saving power, ruined nature now restore. Now in mystic union join, thine to ours and ours to thine. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Adam's likeness, Lord, efface, stamp thy image in its place. Second Adam from above, reinstate us in thy love. Let us thee the lost regain, thee the life, the inner man. Self impart, formed in each believing heart. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. A reading from Exodus, the fortieth chapter. In the first month, in the second year, on the first day of the month, the tabernacle was erected. Moses erected the tabernacle. He laid its bases and set up its frames and put in its poles and raised up its pillars. And he spread the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering of the tent over it as the Lord had commanded Moses. He took the testimony and put it into the ark and put the poles on the ark and set the mercy seat above on the ark. And he brought the ark into the tabernacle and set up the veil of the screen and screened the ark of the testimony 
as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting, because the cloud settled on it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Throughout all their journeys, whenever the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not set out till the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was on the tabernacle by day, and fire was in it by night, in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The introit is verses from Psalm 98, the antiphon coming from Isaiah chapter 9. To us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. O oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. A reading from Titus, the third chapter. When the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that, being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In a reading from John, the first chapter. In the beginning was the word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through Him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. 
the true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. And from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Continue with the common responsory on page 263. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. We continue with the Ten Commandments, the Athanasian Creed, and the Lord's Prayer. You shall have no other gods. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Whoever desires to be saved must, above all, hold the Catholic faith. Whoever does not keep it whole and undefiled will without doubt perish eternally. And the Catholic faith is this, that we worship one God in Trinity and Trinity in unity, neither confusing the persons nor dividing the substance. For the Father is one person, the Son is another, and the Holy Spirit is another. But the Godhead of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit is one, the glory equal, the majesty co-eternal. Such as the Father is, such is the Son, and such is the Holy Spirit. The Father uncreated, the Son uncreated, the Holy Spirit uncreated. The Father infinite, the Son infinite, the Holy Spirit infinite. The Father eternal the Son eternal, the Holy Spirit eternal. And yet there are not three eternals, but one eternal. Just as there are not three uncreated or three infinites, but one uncreated and one infinite. In the same way, the Father is almighty, the Son is almighty, the Holy Spirit almighty. And yet there are not three almighties, but one almighty. So the Father is God, the Son is God, the Holy Spirit is God, and yet there are not three gods, but one God. So the Father is Lord, the Son is Lord, the Holy Spirit is Lord, and yet there are not three lords, but one Lord. Just as we are compelled by the Christian truth to acknowledge each distinct person as God and Lord, so also are we prohibited by the Catholic religion to say that there are three gods or lords. 
The Father is not made nor created nor begotten by anyone. The Son is neither made nor created, but begotten of the Father alone. The Holy Spirit is of the Father and of the Son, neither made nor created nor begotten, but proceeding. Thus there is one Father, not three fathers, one Son, not three sons, one Holy Spirit, not three Holy Spirits. And in this Trinity none is before or after another, None is greater or less than another. But the whole three persons are co-eternal with each other and co-equal, so that in all things, as has been stated above, the Trinity in unity and unity in Trinity is to be worshipped. Therefore, whoever desires to be saved must think thus about the Trinity. But it is also necessary for everlasting salvation that one faithfully believe the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ Therefore, it is the right faith that we believe and confess that our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is at the same time both God and man. He is God begotten from the substance of the Father before all ages, and he is man born from the substance of his mother in this age. Perfect God and perfect man, composed of a rational soul and human flesh, equal to the Father with respect to his divinity, less than the Father with his respect to his humanity." Although he is God and man, he is not two, but one Christ. One, however, not by the conversion of the divinity into flesh, but by the assumption of the humanity into God. One altogether, not by confusion of substance, but by unity of person. For as the rational soul and flesh is one man, so God and man is one Christ, who suffered for our salvation, descended into hell, rose again the third day from the dead, ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father, God Almighty, from whence he will come to judge the living and the dead. At his coming all people will rise again with their bodies and give an account concerning their own deeds. And those who have done good will enter into eternal life, and those who have done evil into eternal fire. This is the Catholic faith. Whoever does not believe it faithfully and firmly cannot be saved. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The Christmas readings recall both the divine and human uh, natures of Jesus, for us not just to ponder, but to treasure. Luke's Gospel gives us the nativity scene, Matthew's Gospel proclaims this birth was for Jews and Gentiles. John's Gospel gives us a cosmic battle. There's no mention of the key characters. Joseph, Mary, Zachariah, Elizabeth, wise men, none of them are named. We don't hear a thing about angels or shepherds or mangers. We aren't even told about Bethlehem. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So it would have remained, but because of our great danger of eternal death, our desperate sin, our filthy lies, it didn't. The eternal word of the Father, which was in the beginning, which was with God, which was God, became that which he was not in the beginning. He became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his 
glory. There was a war in heaven. This was this is not a war between God and men. It is a war between God and Satan. The creation been corrupted and perverted by our cooperation with Satan's seduction. The word made the world for life. We chose death. He had called the world forth in light. We made shadows and then hid in them and we loved darkness. This is what caused the incarnation. The word who was in the beginning, who was with God and who is God, became flesh, joined himself to this mortal plane to rejoice or to rejoin us into the immortal plane, to take us back from Satan, to give us the right to become the children of God. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The light shined in the garden and set enmity between Eve and Satan. The light, her seed and his seed. The light shined in Goshen and led the people through the Red Sea out of slavery. The light shined in the tabernacle and the temple, in the place of God's promised and gracious presence. Still darkness and death did not give up. So a man was sent from God. We know him as John the Baptist. He came to bear witness to what Moses had preached, what David had sung, and what Malachi had foretold. The word through whom all things were made had made humanity special. Humanity was forged in his image, given dominion over all of creation. We, more than anything else in all the universe, were made for God. In that making, he gave himself to us. From the beginning, before the fall or the curse, or a stupid proud angel that thought he could steal from God, God's prized possession and most loved creature. Before that, from the foundation of the world, God made men for himself, and he gave himself to them. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That which was in the dark, in the darkness, was the denial of God's goodness, a turning away from God's self-giving. The darkness was unbelief, a rejection of the Creator, and squeezing tight of the eyes against life, and insisting on darkness of death. Thus came John, sent by God to bear witness to the light that men might once again believe in God's mercy, that they might taste and see his inexhaustible will to be gracious to men. John came to rekindle and reestablish fellowship between God and men, to pronounce the reconciliation that was from the beginning, to make straight that which was bent. He was not the light, but he bore witness to the light, and that light was the life of men. Ushered in by John, the word, the light of life, God came unto his own. They may have denied and been ashamed of him. They may have disobeyed and lied about him. They may have hid in the wrong fear of him, but he remained steadfast and faithful to them. He came unto his own as he came unto Adam in the garden, shaking in the delusion that God might not be good. They were his. They were his own. Always, whether they knew it or not, even if they would not acknowledge that they were or that he was theirs, they were his own. He came unto his own. He endured their hatred and their murder. He never flinched from what had to be done to save them because they were his from the beginning and he would not give them up. And to all who did receive him, who did believe in his name, that is, to all that believe that Yahweh the Lord saves, for that is what Jesus means, to them he gave the right to become the children of God. We have become the children of God 
because he became a child of woman. He became the child of woman, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. The Holy Spirit overshadowed the Virgin Mary. She conceived a child without sin and without genealogy, a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. He did not abandon his Godhead or divinity, that which he was from the beginning. He was not changed into a man. He became a man. He added it to what he already was. He took up the life of man as his own in order to live and die as a man for men, that he might have men as his own again. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. And that which he was not from the beginning, he now is and evermore shall be. God and man in one Christ, the life and light of men. That glory is grace and truth. It is the glory of God's self-giving on the cross, perfectly consistent with the entire history of our race, the inevitable end of the tragedy that we began, the victory of light over darkness, faith and knowledge over unbelief and scoffing, life over death, the bruised heel over the serpent, love over hate, and good over evil. This is a cosmic battle that the devil cannot win. For in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And that Word became flesh and dwelt among us, lived as one of us, lived for us, died as one of us, died for us in our stead. But he, the Word, is the God of the living. So the man Jesus rose again as one of us, for us, for our justification. He is the light and life of men. God and man, united in one Christ, our mediator, our advocate, our redeemer. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, becoming our life and our salvation, speaking us clean, forgiven, his own. Thus we have become the children of God, baptized into the glory of his cross, joined to the mystery of the eternal word of the Father, become flesh, feasting upon that flesh in the sacrament of the incarnation, where he joins us to himself, and overcomes the darkness in us. This cosmic battle for the bodies and souls of men didn't begin in Bethlehem. It didn't begin in the garden either. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word as uh, the Word uh, was with God, and the Word was God. Bethlehem was the first strike of the last battle. This struggle, watched eagerly and aided by the holy angels, is a strange battle. It's not fought between armies struggling to see who is mightier or more powerful, which strategy will prevail. It's a battle between suitors, a battle for the hearts of men. One suitor seeks to take us to the stockyard and feast upon us, prowling around seeking someone to devour. The other suitor, that which was from the beginning, seeks us to his chamber, seeks to take us to his chamber and make us his bride. With the right to become the children of God. One seeks to make us food, the other feeds us with his own body and blood. That is the grace and truth that the Son reveals of the Father to those who receive him and believe in his name. From his fullness we have received grace after grace, grace upon grace, grace for grace. Through Jesus Christ the Word became flesh, that which was from the beginning dwelling among us to this very day. Perhaps I misspoke at the beginning of this sermon. John does not mention what we might consider the other key characters of the Christmas story, because there is only one key character. Christmas has one theme. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. 
the very Son of God sublime, entered into earthly time to lead us from this world of cares to heaven's courts as blessed heirs. Alleluia. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We sing hymn LSB 382. We praise you, Jesus, at your birth. We praise you, Jesus, at your birth. Clothed in flesh you came to earth. The virgin bears a sinless boy. And all the angels sing for joy. Alleluia. Now in the manger we may see God's Son from eternity, the gift from God's eternal throne, here clothed in our poor flesh and bone. Alleluia! The Virgin Mary's lullaby calms the infant Lord Most High, Upon her lap content is he, who keeps the earth and sky and sea. Alleluia! The light eternal breaking through, made the world to gleam anew. His beams have pierced the core of night. He makes us children of the light. Alleluia! The very Son of God sublime entered into earthly time to lead us from this world of cares to heaven's courts as blessed heirs. Alleluia! In poverty he came to earth, showing mercy by his birth. He makes us rich in heavenly ways, as we like angels sing his praise. Alleluia! All this for us our God has done, granting love through his own Son. Therefore all Christendom rejoice and sing his praise with endless voice. Alleluia! In peace let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. 
Lord, have mercy. For the Holy Christian Church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. For the sick and the dying, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. Finally, for these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, grant that the birth of your only begotten Son in the flesh may set us free from the bondage of sin. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by the patience and comfort of your holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Love me, I 
bless all the dear children in thy tender care. Grant, take us to heaven to live with thee there. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen. We sing hymn LSB 389, Let All Together Praise Our God. Jesus, we adore, 
and praise to God the Father, yield and spirit evermore. We praise you and